Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 21- Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two time People's Choice Award winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in. <laughs> Tanya scrubbing. I was actually going to text you and see if you wanted to wear. Uh, scrubs today i know why did you have scrubs on earlier i saw that you i did this thing with access hollywood for like the the comeback of the new season wow and so I'm i was offended. like what, what where was my invite <laughs> i've been talking about Grey's anatomy way longer than you have been talking oh, about Grey's wow. anatomy. the salt is yeah access hollywood right i got my eyes on oh, you wow um but yeah, I had them. I like washed all. I had washed my purple ones. I washed my blue ones, and I washed my pink ones. So I was like, well, they're ready all to fresh. Do, they're ready to go. I mean, mine have been washed, but they've been stored since our visit on set. I know. I had to seriously search search the rad pad for them because since quarantine, I've been like organizing and putting stuff in different spots. So I like literally couldn't find them for a good hour and a half. That set visit is more special than ever now. with the fact that we would never be able to do that for, I mean, who even knows how long? Who even knows how long? Because yeah. they're only having the people come to set that, like, 
really have need to, to be, be there. there. Yeah. So we'd literally have to be a scheduled extra. Maybe this is the year to do it. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, like, we've been waiting for the sign that it's our time. And I think it is. I think 2021, we need to make it happen. I just don't know how. There's a. There, I know. You know, we don't worry about the how. We don't worry about the how. We just, we just do. That is not Tanya attitude yeah, yeah, yeah. that you we just put out there. Thank you. We do not know how, but we will. 2021 is the year. Um, Before we officially jump into the episode for this week, just a reminder, our virtual live event is this Friday, November 13th. It's our Scrubber's Choice Party. It's going to be so freaking fun. Um, We have so many special guests. We're doing our first live mantle. It's going to be a really good time. Live Mantle. Um, you can get your tickets at onlocationlive.com. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And yeah, so we our Mantle is going to include Nick Vial, Hunter March, and then we also have Hannah Ann coming by. And then a portion of the proceeds are going to benefit the Young Survivor Coalition. Um, so it's a great cause. It's going to be a great time. And it's a Friday night. So why not come hang out? Yeah, please come. It's going to be a really good time. And you're not going to want to miss it because our last live event was a... It was hilarious. It was a SHIT show with a lot of fun. That that was like when that was Mar- March. I was like very early pandemic, right? Um, it was somewhere. It wasn't. I don't think we did it like right beginning. <laughs> like, maybe yeah. it was April. Yeah, I mean it was close to the beginning. Oh no, it was Cinco de Mayo. Remember we did Cinco de oh, Mayo. Yeah, stuff. Cinco yeah, de okay. Drinko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that was such a wild ride. Yeah, it was really fun. So don't miss out on this Friday because we hate we hate FOMO, and you're gonna have FOMO if you miss it. Yeah, so. and also if you're if you are gonna come, maybe um put some of your mantle questions in the Facebook group so we can um compile a list for Nick and Hunter. That's right. I'm I'm also excited to talk to Hannah Ann because I haven't I haven't spoken to her. I've never met her. I just follow her on Instagram and we DM like on occasion. Yeah, I don't know her either. It's going to be a great time. Um, so, yeah. this. How was your weekend? What did you do? It was good. Oh, yeah. And then, wait, I also oh. want to mention on Sunday, um, on the actual day of the People's Choice Awards, um, I'm going to be hosting a um, a Twitter watch party on the KISS FM Twitter account. Fun. To come yeah. to, if you're going to be home, I need to come to your house to watch that. Okay, yeah. Okay, great. Whatever. <laughs> great. And then, um, so that'll be super fun. We're going to do that on the Kiss FM Instagram or Kiss FM Twitter account. So you can head there and watch that. And that is at 1027 K I I S F M. So that'll be fun. And um, it's going to be my first award show back in real life, like hosting for E. That's so freaking exciting. I know. It feels so, like some normalcy. It it definitely feels like some normalcy. I mean, it's definitely been a different situation because everything that we do leading up, we have to get like tested, you know, two days prior, the day of, like all the things. So it's a little bit more um, detailed, mm-hmm. but it definitely feels like just nice to be, have some well, yeah, normalcy and t- in that. I saw you like we're getting styled, just all that fun stuff. I miss getting glammed and styled. I know. You know, it's, it's interesting, though, because getting your makeup done is so in your face. So I feel like it's going to be, um, I don't know, interesting. No, I mean, I'm sure the whoever's doing your makeup will have a shield oh, yeah, on. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Full, they're going to yeah. have all the safety precautions for sure, for sure. But yeah, so I'm excited to feel normal. Proud of you. Thank you. Um, so what'd you do this weekend? <laughs> oh, I actually brought them in. Um, I oh. made great. 
Oh, this is so fun being friends with you. You just <laughs> never know. What, what's going to happen? Well, yeah, you just never know what you're going to be, like, excited about. And here we have a... A thankful turkey. A thankful turkey that looks like something one of us made in, eh, I don't know, first grade? Totally. <laughs> totally. So I'm, like, I'm kind of back to, like, super quarantine just because of the PCAs. I've been a little, you know, a little reeling it back in a little bit. And so I really just wanted to stay home and um, make these thankful turkeys because I just feel like, and you know me, I like putting things on paper and just, like, being intentional about, like, Mm-hmm. just everything. And yeah. so this is, I wanted to be intentional about gratitude. And so I made these, I bought like construction paper and little eyeballs from Michael's <laughs> the, the the cutout of the head and the body is from a martini glass. So this is the base of the martini oh, yeah. and this is the, the, the mouth of yeah. the martini. Um, and yeah, I just made them and put them up on my penis banister and yeah. <laughs> I look at them every day and it just, so it just makes me so happy because I feel like, uh, it's been a weird, I mean, it's just been a wild time. And so I really just wanted to like be intentional about gratitude and just even the little things, you know, like I made a turkey about health and I wrote like everything on there. Like, I love that I can like taste and smell and walk and jog and sleep and eat. And it's, I don't know. I have to go through that list every time I have a workout. So Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, because I, my inner soul of who I am is like, I want to do nothing less than this workout. It just, I don't even know what that, was that the right phrasing? I don't want to do this workout. And then I go, Becca, you're so lucky that you're healthy and you can move your body and you have the opportunity to work out. And I have to go through that. It's a, you know, it comes from a dark place, but it leads me to a good place, a thankful place. You know, it's interesting because I feel like, so I had my first workout back since my blading accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the blades. The blades. Um, and I was just so, it was so nice to be back at it. You know what I mean? Like I was just, I feel like I took it for granted. And that first one back, I was just so happy. I wanted to, to just kiss my computer screen. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, um, Speaking of, I have I either slept on my shoulder wrong or did so. I am in so much pain right now, and I'm like concerned that I have done some serious damage. But I'm trying not to panic, and I just think I slept on it wrong, and then maybe tweaked it during workout. But let me tell you something. Thirty two. I know starts happening. It goes downhill so fast, and like you don't think anything of it. You know, I didn't think anything about my age, and I'm telling Tani that I hurt my shoulder, and she goes, "Man." We're getting old. Well, yeah, you 32. have to stretch. Like, you have to no, stretch. No, I do a proper warm-up every, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Usher's I mean, but like I know, very... but you have to, like, really keep it keep it in check. Like, every morning, <laughs> this is so ridiculous, every morning before I get out of bed. Because remember, I had plantar fasciitis or whatever because oh, yeah. I moved my running. So now every morning when I wake up, I do this, like, stupid foot stretch in my bed every single morning because my feet need to stretch. Who knew you needed to stretch your feet? Like, I didn't Oof. know that. I know, it just keeps adding up. Now I have my pelvic floor stretches I have to do every day. We all keep, know, Tanya. We see on. the routine on the story. Butterflies, pelvic floor, we got it. But my pelvic floor is, is becoming looser and looser. So oh, great. I'm just happy to report it's going great. And actually, I wanted to pitch this idea to you guys. The girl who started the company, the uh, menstrual uh-huh. cup, oh, the yeah. one that uh-huh. I used, they reached out and they were like, do you want to talk to the founder? And I was like, 
Hell yeah. Oh, so she'd be great. I'd want to have her on the podcast, we could do that. Or I was just going to do an interview for the blog, like whatever. I'm but. totally, I mean, I, you know, I go look at the Facebook group after our episodes just to see like what people took away, what they're talking about, if they're talking about anything. And I noticed a lot of people are asking questions or saying like they wanted to try it because they've been considering it. And then the episode made them like want to go for it. So I think she'd be great to have on. Vagina talk. I think people, anytime I post anything about my pelvic floor, the amount of DMs I get is wild because it's like almost, it's not like embarrassing, but I think people feel this weird shame to like talk about whatever is going on with their vagina, whether they have painful sex or their vagina is smelly or they have a heavy period. I know, sorry, it's gross, but like it happens. It happens to a lot of women and we don't talk about it. And so it's like when somebody opens that door, it's just like a, a, a flood of water. A safe place. It's a safe place. Yeah. You're giving sure. people a safe place to go. <laughs> but I think her story is cool because she, nobody really, when she was starting it out, um, she couldn't get funding for the company because it was like all these men in, I keep calling it Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley. And they were like, why do you need a, you know, women have been using tampons forever. Like, why do you need this? And so she really had to like believe in herself and her product, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. It's cool. Speaking of, uh, this past Saturday in LA, I don't know if y'all experienced what the energy was like here, but it felt like, it felt like I was in a old movie where everyone's waving to each other outside and dancing in the streets. It was like a breath of fresh air was breathed into the Los Angeles area. Definitely for sure. <laughs> we were walking and everyone's like honking and waving and it felt like it felt like there had been a cloud and then it was like sunshine all of a sudden. And at the same time the cold weather came in finally to LA which I have been waiting for. It's a little too cold for me. Okay, everyone, it's in the 60s here, so just so you know what, it's too cold for Tanya. Sweater weather, essentially. People are, like, getting snow. And I know. I was outside yesterday, and I was like, I need a big puffer, like a ski jacket. <laughs> like, I know. It just feels good. And, man, yeah, it was a good weekend. Just cozy. It was so nice to have, like, cozy weather. I've been trying to make it cozy indoors, but it's, like, cozy inside. Walk outside, and I'm sweating, so yeah. I am thrilled. I feel like a new woman. What did, what else did you do this weekend? Um, so we watched, Haley and I binged the Queen's Gambit. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that. I think I have a really short attention span or something because if it's weekly episodes, like remember how Little Fires Everywhere did it? They released like two or like one at a time, whatever they did. I was so invested in that series. But I think when it's bingeable, I can't watch too many episodes because I kind of just lose. Tune out? Yeah. Interesting. My mom's like, it was one of the best shows I've watched in a long time, and everyone seems to love it. My mom's like obsessed. She told my mom, I was like, you need to watch it. Yeah. The actress is amazing. I think she'll win a lot of awards, but. Who is it? I have no idea. Anyone know? I'm on it. I've heard really good things about that. That's got, that's the, this week's buzzy Netflix show. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And you don't have to know anything about chess because I. Yeah, I, I try not to tell people chess because then it turns people off completely. Yeah, it's funny. That's what the, that's what my dad said. He's like, it's about this girl who plays chess. I was like, pass. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that's pass Anya, that. Anya Taylor-Joy in the lead role. Oh, yeah. She's really good. Um, Wait, did you ever watch Dawson's Creek? Yeah. Okay. Did I Who ever? were you? Who did you like her with? You know what's funny is like I completely forget all of those shows. Like, 
like Heart of Dixie, I was obsessed with, and I couldn't tell you anything about it anymore. You don't remember Dawson's Creek? No. Were you Team Dawson? Team Pacey? No, I was definitely not Team Pacey. You were not Team Pacey? Yeah, I think I was Team Dawson. That is so on brand for you. (laughs) (laughs) I want to reach to the computer and... I like the guy who put, like, I like, uh, what's James Vanderbeek. Yeah, I like him because I've met him a few times. I know. Do you remember we flew back? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's so nice. But Dawson specifically was just, like, whiny and crybaby. And I just loved her with Pacey so But wasn't Pacey just, like, the rebel without a car? Yes. please, But he was sweet. No, I, and, and I said that I was team Joey and Pacey. And everyone goes, I bet Tanya was team Dawson. <laughs> and I was like, you're so right. I bet she was too. Wow. They know us I'm too upset. well. Yeah. I just, anyways, I thought that was interesting. I've been watching some old episodes. I know. I want to go back to Heart of Dixie because I remember that was just like one of those shows that you just feel good. Like you just feel good watching it. Someone told me that. When you're anxious or like when you're having anxiety or, or you're stressed out about something, it's really good to watch shows that you know what's going to happen because you're not anticipating anything. You already feel calm knowing that you know what's going to happen. So and I was like, that's fascinating because it makes sense. And I always like you always watch Grey's Anatomy episodes or watch Friends episodes. It's like there's no surprises. Yeah, that's interesting. I know because I've been I mean, I think I think everything is just this whole week was just so much anxiety. Yeah, I think every single person felt it. I think even people that are not in the United States were feeling it for us. And then, you know, we're celebrating with us. And I know it's like, you know, there's always two sides and there's people who are upset. And the same people who were um, celebrating four years ago were upset. This it's you know, it's a back and forth and everyone feels like the excitement with other people feeling the disappointment, but it was cool to see so many people celebrating a pretty, I mean, a historic night with Kamala Harris. Huge, huge. I know. And you know what? It's, it's so interesting because, you know, I got some pretty nasty messages over the weekend and I've just kind of been reflecting on it because I just, I don't, I don't understand when, when it became a thing that like, faith associate was associated with any political party Mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I truly believe that Jesus wouldn't have been associated with any political party, Mm -hmm. honestly. And so when people, I just, there's, you know, I found this, uh, Zachary Levi actually posted this on Instagram and I feel like it summed it up so well. Um, he said today, half of us Americans are rejoicing while the other half of us are gripped with fear with few exceptions. This is the cycle that we've been stuck in since time, since time, we cannot break this cycle merely by electing new leaders. We must care enough about the fears and concerns and hearts of those that we fundamentally disagree with. Only then shall we all be seen and heard and loved and free. And I just found that, do you not, I found that to be like exactly what's going on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so many people are rejoicing and then so many people on the other side. And it's like, we really have to now do the work of just mm-hmm. spreading love and kindness and like injecting that into the world because that's like really what we need right now. Yeah. And I don't feel like, you know, elect the, the I don't feel like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris just because they're elected are going to be change everything immediately. There's so much work to do. And I think a lot of that comes from our personal lives and what we're doing in our own homes and how we're treating people as individuals. But 
Um, Allie, Allie and I were talking about it and she was saying she got some nasty DMs too. And she said she responded in like an understanding tone of like, yeah, I, I totally know you're disappointed. And she goes, I think people just want to be heard. And she said they responded in a way that was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be nasty, but everything's been so heightened and tense. Yeah. I've seen some nastiness on both sides and from people that I honestly want to expect it from, but I know it's coming from a place of fear and hurt. And I think if we can just, you know, they have these conversations and listen and just say like, I don't agree with you, but I hear you. Yeah. I think that's what it is because like that post said every four years, there's like a group of people who are celebrating while there's another group that's disappointed. And I know we all don't come to this podcast for political talk, which we know that and we're, yeah. but I do want to say like, it was a historical, um, night on oh, Saturday was historical and I think it's really cool as women whether you agree with anything she stands for or not to say like that was cool that that we have that in now for sure when I run for president 20 40 whatever <laughs> no it's true you know it's like we we have to you know these are our sisters we have to really like kind of really kind of get back to that I don't know when are we all got so divisive and nasty and and we really just need to get back at like looking at each other as brothers and sisters yeah and also i was watching um i was watching one of the news cycles and uh susan rice who is secretary of state am i making this up yeah, not secretary of state but uh national security advisor national, yeah yeah oh, national, yeah that's right <laughs> But we're not political talkers we're not even trying to but pretend we are. She said something that I really love because she said, you know, her son, I guess, is a, um, was like really out there like um, at the Trump rallies, like big Trump supporter. And she was like, you know, the other the guy was asking, like, I know your son is a huge Trump supporter and I know he's probably disappointed. And she was like, yeah, of course he's disappointed. She goes, but, you know, we're Americans first and we're family first. And our friends that we disagree with, we're friends first, and we're Democrat and Republicans, Republicans second. And I thought that was so true. Like, we've put so much on these titles when we're all, like, your family's your family first. Yeah, and I also don't understand how it got so, like, and I, I think where I get so fired up is when my faith gets questioned. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, that's been a big do not attack my yeah. relationship with God and where I stand politically. It's very like it's just don't even go there with me because yeah. I can't even get into it I can't even I just I well I've seen both it. sides be like how can you support this this and this literally from each side and like say you're a Christian support this this and this so I think everyone feels this intensity to question other people's faith and their relationship with God and I think that's not the point of this so yeah. um anyways it was it was cool. I will say to be like in the streets and see everyone celebrating and just happy. Yeah, even if it's just for a day, <laughs> it was nice after all the craziness. I know because then the next day Alex Trebek died, and I, I was just like back to twenty twenty, yeah, back to the news cycle. Yeah, here we are. I know, um, but I know we have some more to talk about, but we're gonna take a break, so we'll be right back.
Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured. Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten. And the best part, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cashback rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. All right, we're back. Um, so something else very significant happened last week in the midst of the election, which was the Bachelorette chose her final rose very quickly into the process. Okay, can I? I don't want to toot my own horn, but beep, beep, beep. Oh, wow. I picked Dale for her. T- 
Tanya, that everyone would have. No, before the first episode even aired. I know, but I'm just saying, like, just based on photos alone, it's like. That's pretty, I'm not, I just, I feel like I might have powers. Uh, any other season I'd give you credit, but this No, but they hadn't even filmed, started filming anything yet. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, normally there's, like, buzz on the internet, so I can kind of He would have been my first choice. He would have been my only choice. Uh, I just feel good because I have it on record. I'm like, pull up the tape. (laughs) Um, yeah, I. It's interesting because she got, it's weird because after the fact, now I feel like everyone in the comments and everything are so happy and congratulatory, but during the time, people were really just, like, nasty. You know what's interesting, though, is, like, I don't know why they did, why they brought in a new Bachelorette. I know. I I personally feel like, I think right off, this is just my theory. I have nothing yeah, give me to your stand. Theory I have okay. a different theory. I have nothing to stand on with this theory. This is just where the came from well, my you head. were on the show, so you have a little bit more of a leg than I. Yeah, but I was never a lead, so. Yeah. Okay. I think right off the bat, they could see the connection with Claire and Dale. They were like, she's so into this guy. She said, I think I just met my husband when she met him. There was a clear connection, and I, okay, normally if there's that connection, I think that they kind of separate that person. I remember Caitlin saying she felt like she didn't get to see Sean as much as she would have liked because they knew how into him she was at the time of her season. I just love the fact that the women just know. I feel like the Bachelorette seasons, it's always like laser focused within the first two weeks. You're like, okay, duh. So I think normally they wouldn't send that person over to comfort her like when Yosef went off saying like she was the oldest bachelor all that whatever they normally wouldn't send the one that she's the most into or have him go interrupt several times they would kind of keep them separated just so that the connection didn't develop so much faster I think they could see the potential with how into him she was and that she wasn't really feeling that with anyone else and so they said let's let's just make this happen but so, okay, so here's where I come in. Okay, but no, but listen. And then they said, let's just make this Bachelorette season crazy and bring in and bring in another Bachelorette while we let this first story unfold. Because I was like, why bring in the new one? Because what they could have done is they could have just flipped it and just kind of made it like she could have just sent all the guys home and we could have watched her and Dale meet his parents and she brings him home and like we get to see the thing you know like actually really see it play out more versus just for, being like for seven more weeks i don't know a couple more weeks like it was just like wham bam well, no, thank you ma'am. i know because that's what i'm saying but if they knew that they were going to bring in a new bachelorette they needed it to be like as long as it could because now i feel bad i feel bad for Tasha because these guys were starting to like have feelings for her you know what i mean like for, first of all you're quarantined for <laughs> however long you're probably just like <sighs> And then you meet a girl and you're like, I'm in love with you. And then they have Tasha come in and like, these guys are probably still kind of heartbroken. It's been, okay, it's been Tanya, 24 hours. Tanya, these guys are not like you where <laughs> they laser hit on one girl and can't think about the next girl. It's like Tanya's never met a man before. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, they're very quickly able to shift really resilient. their attention. <laughs> Tanya's never met a man before. And like literally some of these guys may have had a total of 10 minutes with her at this point. <laughs> Seriously. Which I know is I enough for you. I was like, but. this sucks for Tasha. These guys are going to be heartbroken. <laughs> and then she's going to come in and be like, cool. Are you kidding? These guys get the opportunity to date like two gorgeous women. <laughs> and like they bring in Tasha, who's like... 
a glowing goddess. And yeah, she looks so stunning on television. And Holy so hell. I'm, I'm thinking these guys are probably like, this is the best thing ever. Because lucky for them, they said, hey, if y'all want to stay and have the chance, you can. Otherwise, we're going to usher in some other guys that we casted, you know? So I don't feel bad for anyone in this situation. No. I really don't. There's one guy that really poured his heart out on the first one-on-one, like, about his demons and stuff. I felt a little yeah. bad for him, but yeah. he'll be okay. Um, but then she gets a shortened season, right? Because they still have however many weeks, so then... Yeah. She's really got to decide quick. Girl's got to <laughs> pick her pointer. Hopefully she has some laser focus on her, too, but not Hopefully as Hopefully she did the... Uh, the Why well, am I blanking on the name of the book that I always... Calling in the one. <laughs> Hopefully she did her homework before she went on the show so she could really hone in there. Yeah. I'm excited, though. I am I mean, I'm so grateful to The Bachelor, Bachelorette, for making Same. it happen during quarantine for us, truly. I have, I have no complaints. And this has just made it even more epic because it's... And you know what's funny? What I was thinking, this is, I mean, when I'm watching it, this is what goes through my head. I was like, you know what? I'm really happy that they didn't embrace the pandemic. Like, in terms of you know, having them meet through cars, you know what I mean? Like, you know how, like, in the beginning, they were like, just do it and have everybody wear masks and be dis- social distanced and, you know, that whole thing. And I'm glad that they didn't do it that way and they, like, quarantined <laughs> everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's just funny, like, of course they couldn't do that. <laughs> they have to have, like, interaction, physical yeah, like, connection. That would suck. I feel bad in the sense because I experienced being in the Bachelor Mansion and the feeling that even when I think about the Bachelor Mansion and all the things, like the memories there, that they don't have that that experience because it's such an iconic part of the Bachelor and that was one of my favorite things. So this season of Guys and then uh, Matt James' season of Girls because they're filming somewhere, somewhere else, else too. Um, but aside from that, wow. Eternally grateful. Yeah. Thank you, Bachelor. Yeah, thank you, Bachelor. Thank, thank you, you Chris ABC. Harrison. Yeah, you guys Rob are Mills, you guys ABC. are givers. You guys are real <laughs> givers. Um yeah. Do you do you feel like you uh relate to Claire at all and her personality at all? I do not, no. Really? You think I do? Yes. <laughs> I feel like you would be the bachelorette and find one guy and be like, he's the one. <laughs> like Laser I think focus. I would know. I don't. I don't think I could play the game. You know how they like That's tell you you saying. need to. You know, but I do think that I could see if they gave me twenty five awesome guys, I could see myself struggling because I feel like I'd have feelings for multiples. I think. That's so Actually, funny. I don't know. I don't I think I could date multiples. I, I know. I don't seeing th- one, and then that's the first one that comes out of the limo. <laughs> that's it. I don't think I could date multiples at once. That's why you'd be good on The Bachelor, because then it, you'd just be dating one. No, but then I see him dating other people, and that would yeah, throw me for great a- TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's the TV that I've personally been looking for, wow. searching for. Wow. I just meant in a way of, like, I feel like if you knew you wouldn't waste anyone's time, you'd be like, this is my guy. Yeah, no chance. I'm leaving. Yeah. Thanks. Thank <laughs> you. Get, bring in someone else, because yeah. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I could not play the game. Yeah. Um, anyways, that was also something significant that happened over the week that I was just, oh yeah. And I actually want to, I want to shout out. So I was doing, you know, I just really been, you know, just was doing the quarantine thing this weekend. Um, the, but the fitting was very, a nice distraction. I will say, um, 
Uh, Kylie Gayer gave me the suggestion to do, okay. and it was really great. So she says, go to the beach. I didn't go to the beach. I, I did in my apartment, but, um, and write down three people's names in your life and just sit there and just like pray, like whatever comes to your mind about those three mm-hmm. people. And I did it for like an hour on Sunday and it just felt so good. What'd you pray for me about? So many things. <laughs> it wasn't me. <gasps> Holy sh. Whoa! Can I talk about this? Can you just keep talking to somebody? Wait. Talk to Mark or something. Well, what, I don't know what's happening. Red Star just walked in the door. Yeah, be downstairs. Flowers. Okay. With flowers. <laughs> okay. Give that man a microphone. <laughs> I love that that is your reaction. That is so good. I, but I'm, 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 she's like, keep talking. What do you want me to say? I was not ready for Red Star to walk through the door with flowers in What in was he hand. wearing? Give us a full he description. He looks very handsome. He had like he a. very handsome. <laughs> Red Star, what are you wearing? Oh, wow. Stunning. Oh, it's like a blazer sports coat, but like cash. Okay, a hunter's jacket. And then he has on some white sneakers and some black jeans and a black polo. It's a very good look. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. they're kissing. <laughs> wow, he came in and gave a kiss, not to me, but to Tanya. That I saw. <laughs> we all saw that. Oh, uh, now Becca gets some loving, too. I got a hug, though. Um, um, I'll, I'm, I'm going to go down, come downstairs. I thought he time. walked in with an engagement ring based on that reaction. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no I was kidding. Okay, really excited. Or nude. And see him with flowers. It was exciting. Or in a clown costume. It was very weird. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. I also love that they can't see anything right now. No. We just saw you guys start screaming. Yeah, like, yeah. Do I need to call the police? Is there someone intruding? Are you going down there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I swear to you, I thought that. I was you like, it's scared the Yeah. You literally scared me because you go, <gasps> Because I thought, I was like, did you lock the door? I just saw a random man walk in to walk past the doorway. So I just had like a. But you have a boyfriend. Is it, is yes, it still that? Is it still so new to you that you're just shocked when he walks in? I was. Not it during the podcast. Me. I jumped because she gasped. <laughs> I'm going to get some advice from the boys while you go downstairs and we're going to answer some emails. Um, she, my my heart dropped because she like gasped and you know my back is facing the door so my worst fear is someone seeing someone behind me and me not knowing. We have other people in the chat by the way. Danielle says she thought something paranormal happened like Tanya saw a ghost. <laughs> Danielle, that makes me my I'm nauseous right now. Please and stop. Becky says she thought a bird flew in the window. That's pretty good. That's pretty accurate to what that. That's, I mean, that's the closest was. thing to actually happen, I guess. <laughs> oh, so funny. That's so scary. Tanya will like, never be used thrill. to having a boyfriend. It's so interesting. Yeah, we're all shocked. <laughs> Walks in the door. Um, okay, this is good because now we it's kind of like a mini manal version. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, here's Stephanie's email. She says, I'm 30. My boyfriend's 31. We've been together two years. The other day, my boyfriend said... He needs a break and space to figure out if he is still emotionally invested in this relationship. He said he loves me, but doesn't know if he's in love with me anymore. 
I'm devastated, but I agreed to it and asked him to define the break so I knew my boundaries. He said he still wants to talk via text and start by seeing each other once a week and take it from there. When he left, we lived together. He hugged me goodbye and said, this isn't the end. It's okay. I will talk to you tomorrow. I never heard from him. I'm on day two of our break and I'm such a mess. So I guess the wisdom and advice I'm looking for is what the heck is going on in his brain and how do I get myself through this and be a strong woman? This is a great email to have y'all weigh in. Uh, I, I don't know if it is, honestly. This is a weird really? one for me. I, I don't like this at all. I, you know, I, I, I was talking to Allison about this last night. I don't like br- the breaks. I think breaks don't work. I've never known anyone where it's happened successfully, I'm sure. It has, but I, I think when, especially when a man uh, introduces the idea of a break, my mind, I'm sorry, but like, I think 99% of the time that man wants to have sex with other people and he's not confident or uh, brave enough to end the relationship. He wants to have something in his back pocket in case it doesn't work out. And that's what I think this guy's doing. I really do. I, I think it's over. Yeah. I'm, I'm torn a little bit on it because part of me wonders if he's kind of getting to, I'm not saying this is. Um, right. But part of me is wondering if he's thinking like, I'm considering this being my person and, um, she's back. They're back. We have two, we have, we have a Tanya and we have a red star. A red star has taken a seat next to me. Yeah. He's going to (laughs) watch. He's going to (laughs) watch. Well, he may have some. You know, this actually would be a great yes. email to maybe. Yeah, he may Wait, have some insight here. This is interesting. Okay. Um, what is it about? It's okay. Well, if so, I may, I'll summarize. Stephanie okay. is 30. Her boyfriend's 31. Together two years. He says he needs a break. He, uh, he was very, um, he tried to calm her. We're still going to talk. It's going to be fine. I just want to be sure I'm invested in this relationship. I love you. I may not be in love with you anymore. He hugged her when he left and says, I'll talk to you tomorrow. This isn't the end. And she hasn't heard from him. And this is day two that she's sending us this email. She wants to know how to get herself through this and be a strong woman. Easton uh, has a cynical point of view that he is looking to sleep with other women. And I would love to not be cynical about this. I'd love to, but I'm a guy. And so I have a bad feeling about this. I don't, my feeling is there is somebody else. I don't think he's involved with her physically at all, but I think he's developing an emotional connection and he wants to explore it a little bit and he's keeping you on the bench, which is a horrible thing to do. But that's my gut is that he is seeking other options. He doesn't want to be alone. I really don't think that. It's possible. Can you give any other backstory just that they were together for two years? Yeah. It's possible he just needs some time because he's getting cold feet because this is going too fast and you're heading too close to marriage and he's getting scared. And maybe he doesn't want to just be with his dudes and play video games for a while. But my feeling is <laughs> no, there's somebody no else guys, and he's No guys it. want to do that. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Sit here and say I know what guys think, but I definitely don't think that they want to sit on the couch and play video games with their friends. Yes, Again, you've do. never met a guy. Tanya. Again. Yes, they do want to. Well, maybe not play video games. But they want to like go out with their like, do their own thing. Yeah, but wait, what's her name? Before Somebody. women get guys and tame them and figure them out, guys are, they they are video games, beer, and porn. That's it. Ew. It's a mess. Ew. And Ew. then you help bring us into reality and make us functioning human beings in society. Um, I, I'm not, I'm going to be the non-cynical one here, and I'm going to say that I don't think that he necessarily has another girl or that he wants another girl. Um, but I also think that, 
if he said he needs a day, I think she should just give him the day. And no, he needs a break. He said he wants to take a break and see her once a week. Oh, I didn't, you didn't say that. You said he was going to talk to her the next day. He Okay, hold on. She asked him to define the break, and he said he still wanted to talk via text and start by seeing each other once a week and then take it from there. He left and said, I'll talk to you tomorrow, but she hasn't heard from him for two days. Oh. I don't think it necessarily has to do with another girl. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll keep the possibility in there, but it's, okay. it's, it's not good. None of it's good. It's not good for her, but what if he's thinking this could be the person I'm going to marry? I'm maybe looking, you know, maybe she's the one and I'm like considering taking the next step. But I just I am overwhelmed and need space to really think about it. Is that too unrealistic? I I mean, I wish you would have said those words, but I think that's a possibility. Right. And that's the thing, too. But that's the thing. If you don't communicate, how is she going to know if he literally just says that my mind would go to that place, too? I'd be like, uh, okay, cool. So, yeah. Thanks. So what's her advice for her? Does she need to start emotionally distancing herself from this situation? I agree. A hundred emotionally and mentally. The defense mechanisms. It's time for them to kick in. She's just going to she's going to be miserable. While he's figuring things out. Yes. And so I, I think where that comes from is like the, the, the want to be with him. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's in your heart. It's in her heart. Obviously she wants to be with him. And so I think what she just needs to focus on right now is her own heart and the things that bring her joy and happiness and just go full throttle into those things during this time, during this season, because that's the only thing that's going to help her heart. Do you know what I mean? Like her worrying about that isn't going to do, do any favors for her. Yeah, I think there's a, about 10 different possibilities here. One of them has a happy ending. Oh, dark odds. I know. I'm sorry. One out of 10 has a happy ending? That's what I. That's how I see this. <gasps> Cynical. Dark. Stephanie, keep us posted, please. Yeah, I, it could be one of those things if we had a little more information. I think we need a little more backstory. That's true. Has it just been a blissful two years? Has it been like, did he have stuff going on where it's been complicated? Like, I don't know. I need to hear a little bit more, I think. Me too. I need a little more backstory. Does Red Star have any thoughts on the situation? Red Star, do you have any advice on this situation? Yeah, I know. He can't hear. I know. All right. Do you think he's sleeping with somebody else? Okay, so Red Star is saying that if he... If he wanted to see somebody else, if there was another girl, that he would just end it. I don't think so. I don't. I disagree yeah. with that. They disagree. They disagree. He's, He's too smart. <laughs> I'm jealous of the guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> say. Yeah. Yeah. He says you'd have to be a real scumbag to do that after two guys years. Guys are scumbags. I'm telling you, that's. Yeah. <laughs> Easton says guys are that's scumbags. That's 70% of guys. <laughs> yeah. He's saying if you're if you're just true scum, you would cheat and not tell her. But to cheat and then act like the he relationship still has a chance is real scum. No, he's loopholing this. Yeah. He's trying to loophole this. This is this way it's not cheating. He's not doing anything wrong in his mind by doing this. Oh, he's he's thinking that he's gonna get away with not being the bad guy if he's like yeah. creating a loophole that we were he's on still a break. We were on a break. <laughs> We yeah, didn't work out for Ross and Rachel. 
Yeah. Okay, wait. Red Star has come around come to y'all's theory, too. so. <laughs> that was a full circle moment. That was a full circle. I didn't we do anything wrong. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. It really came full circle. Yeah. <laughs> that, this reminds me of that time that y'all were saying something that I finally agreed with. I know. It took me a second. It's humbling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so we we didn't we didn't give great advice except to maybe start distancing herself and keep us updated. And if there's any more details where we could really step in and help, no, I think we gave her great advice to go, to to go to her heart and find what makes her joyful. Yeah, focus on you and kind of assume that you're moving on. And then if you're not, awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Red Star says she should ask him, are we allowed to see other people during this break? She and tried that. She said she wanted, uh, what'd she say? She the wanted term, um, the terms and conditions. Email to me. She wanted to establish the terms of the, of the, she wanted to define the break so she knew her boundaries. That is key. But he wouldn't give it to sec, her. though, but. Yeah, she said that, but they, she didn't say, can we see other people? Like, that's a very specific question. I think he probably dodged he's in it. That gallery over here. And I think if he's if he freaks out when at the thought of her seeing other people, then he doesn't want it to be over. But he's going to have to either say, "Okay, I want to be with you," or let's break up. That's why he didn't answer the question because if he does, then she can see other people, and that's the last thing he then wants. Then he's seeing other people. And then Red Star says that if he says, "What was it?" <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's see. What then are we that doing? means he's seeing other people. Can he not be on mic? Is that a thing? He won't be on mic. Okay. He won't take a mic. Well, yeah. <laughs> he has another podcast he has. He's getting a yeah, little yeah. too chatty for not being on mic. <laughs> we need to get him one of those Britney Spears headsets so he just has the ear and the thing right here. The Britney Spears headset. Yeah. Um all right. Well, I uh, either way, Stephanie, I'm sorry that you're in that position because it's a really tough place. And I, the right answer is going to be what, you know, you have to choose for yourself, honestly. Yeah. I'm really sorry, Stephanie. All right. This All is right. From- moving on. Wait, before oh. we move on from Stephanie, I just want to say that the advice that we give, we are outsiders looking in and it's so hard when your heart's in it. And so I just want her to give herself grace and be gentle with herself because I think it's so easy to, you know, give people advice and it's so hard when it's your own heart. So have grace with yourself and do what you need to do because I know it's so much harder to do than people that just, you know what I mean? Then it's easier said than done. Very true. Very true. But sometimes an objective opinion is the best thing you can hear. Yeah. Sometimes five objective opinions is from a po- your favorite podcast is what you need. And that's what Sierra's <gasps> looking for. Sierra says my parents are having problems in their marriage, which is nothing new. But now that I'm adult, I'm 21, they're involving me in it more. For me, it isn't hard to see them fighting. It's just hard to see the toxicity, the hurt, and the clear indicators of mental illness that perpetuate because no one wants to seek help or work towards a solution. I'm so tempted to just throw my hands up and stay completely away from the situation for my own mental health. My little brother is in his first year of college and having a really hard time, so I'm particularly worried about him. Do I tell my parents they are hurting us? Would that be too honest and cause more harm than good? Is it none of my business to get involved in their relationship even though they involve me in it? Is it not worth causing conflict because if they wanted to be better, then they would have done something already? I have an opinion on this. Share it. Because I have friends going through this right now. Um, And I think that 
at the, I think that you obviously want to be there for your parents. Um, but I think that it's really important that you set boundaries there. And if you don't want to know what's going on, you know, like you need to speak up and say, I love you both very much. I don't want to know. And, and that's, it's different. Like if you do want to know, then have at it. But if you want to keep your relationship with both of your parents, the way that you want it, you just have to speak up and just say, I need to set boundaries. I don't want to hear any of this stuff that's going on. I want to keep my relationship that I have with the both of you the way that I have it. And that's it. And you have to be very, very clear about that. It's really hard to have these adult conversations with your parents. Like Tanya and I have talked about it so many times recently of like, as you get older, you are more aware of certain things and behaviors and that you that you take in and that you see other people have. And when it's your own parents, it makes it so much harder to communicate your feelings about what they're going through. But I personally, this past year have had some really complicated and difficult conversations with my uh, parents. And I don't, I'm so, I, I'm so proud of you for having those conversations. Thank you so much. I know but how hard it is for you. It is, but they're so necessary and it's so uncomfortable. And like Tanya said, if you want to be in the know of what's going on, you, you can say that, but I also think it's important to let them know that their relationship and their arguments and what's going on is hurting you and it's affecting you and your brother. I think saying that is not you um, taking either one side. I think it's just being open and honest and kind of almost putting them, letting them be aware of what they're doing to not only each other, but to y'all as well as their children. Yeah. Yeah. My, my parents are divorced and uh, they, they, Put, they, they have problems and they put a lot of it on me and my sister uh, as adults. And it's really frustrating. And you have to remind yourself and remind them that like, they're your parents. Like you're not responsible for their happiness, you know? Um, and right. they, they need to figure it out on their own. And it's really not appropriate for them to be including you, even though you're an adult, you know, I think they may, they might see their children as like peers or, or something like that, but it's really, really destructive to, to put that on your children. So you, you got to distance yourself from that for your own sanity. Yeah. yeah. Boundaries is mm-hmm. like key to life. And it's the same thing. If they are seeing you as peers, it's the same as if your best friend and her boyfriend are involving you in all their fights and their arguments. And you're kind of like, listen, this isn't, you know, it's just the same thing. If that's how your parents are treating you, you would have a conversation with your best friend and say, Hey, I don't want to, this is your relationship you have to figure it out and deal with it and, you know, not, not involve me as not only your child, but what you're considering at me as like a friend at this point. Yeah. So I think it's just being honest and it's, and it's just being honest with yourself of like what, what you want. You know what I mean? Like I have a friend who wants to be involved and like wants to listen and know what's going on. And then the other one is just like, I don't, I don't want, I want none of it. So it's just communication is key in this. Mm-hmm. Great, great advice. We all gave this, this this week you guys congrats to all of us and to the people who benefit (laughs) um wait mark you have some more Grey's anatomy trivia i just need you all to be ready for the season premiere on thursday night a two-hour season premiere i can't have you guys lost it through for the first hour so this will help remind us of what happened last year okay in, no a qu- in a quiz form? Yeah, we'll do it in quiz form. Based okay. on based on past quizzes, I feel very confident yeah. today going Back into this Yeah, I feel like a big loser, mm-hmm. but it's fine. Presented by 21 Seeds. 
So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together.
right. Grey's Anatomy season 17 premiere on Thursday night. It's 7 Central, two-hour premiere, and I've, I've got some questions here for you. So uh, we'll start with Tanya, maybe on all of these, just because she's at such a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, give me a leg up here. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Feels unfair since I have been the clear winner. You're going okay, to relax. win again. She won't remember, and then you will steal it. I guarantee it. Tanya. All right. After all of that, and you don't have to give the exact diagnosis, if you can just describe it, what was wrong with Richard? Oh, didn't he have, I don't know what he had, but I know that DeLuca saved him. Understood. But what was wrong with him? (laughs) I don't know. It was something with his liver? (laughs) (laughs) What was it? Oh, Becca doesn't even know. Oh, wow. Was, was it, it Alzheimer's? No, no, no. They thought. They were, like, worried it was. Maggie was it, thought no, it was. No, it was, it was like, something in his blood. Getting warmer. Yeah, it was something in his, uh, like, it was something in his blood, and it was causing... A transponster. No, did he have a... Tr- did, did he have a blood transplant or something? No, where, and I'm declaring no. this open. Neither one of you can guess. Whoever gets it uh, right, feel it? free. It is no longer anyone's turn. What's the answer? Nothing else? No other guesses? No, no, no. Let me try. You're you're both kind of on the right track. Something with his... Oh, it was something with his bone marrow. Okay, no. Just tell us. This is torture. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I'm so upset because... It has something to do with his drinking. Nope. No, it did not. (laughs) The arrogance and not answer. I mean, Becca's closer, but I can't give any points on this one. Okay, I'd say no points awarded. Richard had a hip replacement. He got cobalt poisoning from the metal in the hip that was leaching into his bloodstream. And DeLuca found that the the metal was like corroded or corrupt. Excuse me, I said something about his bloodstream. Yes, you did. Yeah, it wasn't. He had a hip replacement. It was a faulty hip from the... The bacteria went into his bloodstream. That's not right. Yeah, but I can't give you a point for that. I had had something to do with the hip or a metal. I needed something there. No, no point. I remember this because they had the same issue in... um, What's the show on Fox that I was watching with... um, Resident? The Resident, yeah. They had like um, some like machines that were in somebody's knees that were faulty. Yeah, machines in the knees. <laughs> <risky>. <laughs> All right, Tanya. Who does Catherine okay. appoint as CMO, Chief Medical Officer for the Fox Foundation? Miranda. All right. Becca? That wasn't... Get it? That was not correct. Oh, she put, uh, she put, oh, Maggie. Nope. The answer is Karasik. <laughs> oh, that's oh. right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tanya, yeah. what gift does Christina send Meredith for getting to keep her medical license? I thought she just called her. So your answer is a phone call? Yeah. Okay, Becca? No, it was a... FaceTime? No, it was a... It was a, the post-it. Her and Derek's post-it. <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. Oh, no, wasn't. Wait, you know what's... I was actually just watching this episode um, with the post-it, and um, it was just such a sweet moment because they were like, Meredith and Derek were fighting, and she just goes, post-it. 
And I was like, oh, yeah, and they I love just, those episodes. I love yeah. when they do that because they're like, you know what? You're right. We are committed to each other. We're going to get through this. Let's go. What she said. Oh, no. She sent her the hot doctor. There we have it. Oh, yeah. All right. That's right. Bonus round, Becca. Bonus point. I'm going to you first on this one. Okay. What's that doctor's name? And I'll take first <laughs> or last name. I know this. His name. Mm-hmm. Is Doctor. That's good so far. He's Australian. S- Swedish. <laughs> Dutch. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so annoyed. They asked me about I him this morning. Connected. I haven't co- They asked you about him this morning yeah. and you can't remember? No, because I was like, because they I were asking if they, I think it's going to last. And I don't think it's going to last. I think it's going to be a. Does it start with a Z? Neither of his names start with a Z. Does it start with a C? Yes. Chris. No. No. Tanya, anything? It's like Dr. Uh, it's like, oh, Dr. O. Oh, I think it's Dr. Collins. Okay. His name is Dr. Cormac Hayes. Cormac. Cormac. That's it. What's his last name? Hayes. H-A-Y-E-S. Zero. I have zero familiarity with that name. <laughs> It's almost been a year since that episode aired, so I mean, you I haven't guys. gotten to connect with him yet. Well, while we're on the topic of Dr. Cormac Hayes, how did his wife die, Tanya? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Got hit by a bus. <laughs> no, cancer. <laughs> That's right, cancer. Very good, very good. I won. Did I win? That's two points. I mean, I only have one more question, so yeah, I guess you won, but I'll, get, I'll let no, you. No, because she got one point, didn't she? I don't think so. Oh, no, because she confidently said Miranda, That's but that wasn't right. right. Okay. Super bonus round. The, uh... Stand by. Hold on. I just want to word it correctly so I don't get anything wrong. Uh, what's the name of the foster kid that Bailey brings home to live with her and Ben? She brought home a foster kid? <laughs> <laughs> oh, his name. His name. His What name. happened to Tuck? Well, she still has a child. No. <laughs> You don't, you don't have to give away a child to get a child, Tanya. <laughs> um, can you give me just uh, one hint of what his name starts with? Uh, sure, it starts with a J. Jordan. Nope. Jason. Nope. Jeremy. Nope. Keep, keep, John. keep going, though, because you probably will get John? it doing this. John. Nope. J- uh, J- uh, Judd. Mm, no. Jester. No. <laughs> no, it's strangely not Jester. <laughs> Jordan. No, I said that. Oh. That, was my, that was my first Justin? Guess. No. Hey, Jesus? I said Jesus. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm going to put you Sorry. out of your misery. That's so weird because I was going to ask. I thought it was Jordan. So in my head, I, I knew it started with the J. But it starts with a J, but it's not Jordan. His name is Joey. Joey Phillips. He is a homeless child who's injured looking for a safe place to sleep. Yeah. But I've gotten that right with Joseph because you know Joey was short for Joseph. I mean, maybe, but we never got to that point, so we'll never know. Yeah, we didn't. Either way, Becca wins, as expected. Yeah. Thank you so much. Another win for me. Another W. Well, on that note. We can have another W. We're going to get one this weekend. Oh, people show. Oh, oh nice. I feel nervous wow. every time I Tanya. think about it. My heart sinks. Do you know anything? I don't know anything, uh, but you know what? I actually, um, do you know anything, Mark? No, why would I know anything? Oh, 
No, I feel like we're always the last to know. No, you guys always know before me, and you're you're down there. You're working it. I know. You know what's funny is I was actually thinking about bringing the, my People's Choice Award to the show because they have us on these like the set. The E set is like a big desk. So uh, just uh, Justin and I are like six feet apart. And we both have these like desks, and I was thinking about bringing our People's Choice Award and like setting it up on my desk because that's super embarrassing. No, I think I it's funny think so. and it's clever, and you can you spend a segment looking at it so everyone at home knows what it looks like. What it looks like. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think I'm gonna bring it. Yeah, every time I keep thinking about it because, you know, it's been weeks out and now we're in the same week of when we find out. Plus, Good it's luck quite to a flex. Everybody. Yeah. It would be so bad. It's a really nice flex. It would. Don't say that because then if we lose, y'all are going to be like, that sucks. No, if we lose, we're going to lose to an awesome podcast and they're going to be deserving. But I know, you're right. Wins. I hate losing regardless of who's up against me. So yeah. All of Serbia voted <laughs> every day, so... We have a whole country voting for our victories. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, well, next time we see you, we'll or talk to you, we'll know. No, we won't. Because we'll be doing the virtual live event. We won't know then. No, that's right. I was wrong. So we'll be drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, either way, we'll be having a good time, yeah. win or lose. Um, but we love you guys. Have a great week. Um, buy your tickets for the. Live show because it's gonna be really fun. You really don't want to miss out. It's Correct. gonna be party. You never know who will show party up. Party in the USA. Like someone showed up today. <laughs> you never know. I think we're still booking the live show, so you really don't know who's coming. Yeah, yeah, we do. We we we're not a hundred percent sure if all the guests have been yeah. finalized. So correct. Um, get your tickets, and we'll see you then. And we love you all. Love you. Bye. <laughs>trying to keep our girls nights exciting with new cocktails uh yeah well here's something that's gonna flip the 21 seeds infused tequila wait you already know of course 21 seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit yeah so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail but did you know that 21 seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure so listen if you love tequila you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. 
Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org.